Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Lost in Germany. I'm your host, Megan Clements, and I'm here with... I am Sender. This is Theodore. And it's Andrea here. And today we are going to talk about some of our experiences here in Germany and just how different everything is. Um, so to begin with, I wanted to talk about what shopping in a supermarket is like. And I've never been to a supermarket so stressful as Coughland. We have a Coughland right next to our uh, international building, Flitterbahnplatz. And this is the most stressful situation when it comes to packing all of your items. Because in Germany, they do not have people that hand pack um, your groceries for you. So you have to do it yourself. And this can get really stressful because like the wandering eyes from the people that are standing next to you are just uh they look furious to begin with but it just it feels so stressful i don't know if you guys have experienced this but um the other day i witnessed a woman literally fold a baguette in half and just throw it in her purse to keep the line going and to make sure that everything's going fastly um but I haven't acquired this skill yet, so I'm still pretty slow. But I just wanted to ask you guys what your experiences in the supermarkets or grocery stores are like. That's how it is with every uh, store that has this kind of um, service. That's why uh, studying two years in, in the Netherlands told me that self-check is miles better than all, any of that. And it's yeah it's stressful but at least here uh they wait for you to to put everything in your cart or in your bag and then they say how much you have to pay because in some other places they don't do that and it all goes so fast and you feel bad <laughs> that they have to wait for you and not only the cashier but also all the other people behind you and uh i don't know when you went but uh because uh, no stores work here on sunday going to the store let's say Kaufland now because uh, that's what we're talking about going to Kaufland on Saturday no matter at what time is way worse than any other day and <laughs> this if you haven't experienced this I want to see what you think after doing that because it's it's a bummer now it's so bad yeah I'd rather not experience that honestly <laughs> but the thing is like when did you go Kaufland was it in the evening because it, in the, yeah it was in the evening yeah, yeah. In the evening it gets it gets really crowded there and it's very stressful but to be honest like for me it wasn't a shock because the system in Belgium is pretty much the same and also they don't like pack your bags for you so mm -hmm. you have to do it all yourself but like the tip I would give you is like just take your time because you'll get some looks but in the end you're just there to for shopping and it doesn't really matter like just take your time and it will be all, all right so uh yeah lunchtime is the best time to go to Coughlin trust me there's really? no one there yeah I still haven't found like the perfect sweet spot to go there I feel like every time I'm going it's so packed and it's just like a mess try so around seven lunchtime. in the morning be the first person to go be the first person <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. I've yeah. done that and they will have everything for you so you don't even Right. Yeah, but yeah. I hope Kaufland sales don't just go down now. Oh yeah, we're totally not missing them. We're <laughs> the not stock. working. We're not sponsored with any other train, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, it is a stressful situation. I just dump all my stuff in the in the shopping cart and then pack it after after paying. 
like away from the oh. from, from the tills yeah see i haven't gotten a shopping cart yet maybe that's the main problem is yeah. that i'm just carrying it all yeah maybe just take a shopping cart with you when you go shopping next time yeah that's a good idea thank you for that one you're welcome <laughs> once you don't have a cart you always go just like that yeah i just i put it all in like my little tote bag okay that, yeah that's good because i was imagining like you're just carrying everything oh, yeah. which reminds me of like the classic <laughs> joke which is like you go with a backpack or with anything and they'd be like yeah you want a bag and you have like 20 30 things that yeah. you and you're like no 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 it's chill don't worry about it i'm just gonna carry it yeah that's definitely my that's vibe that's how i imagine and, you yeah it is that's me i i don't think i've bought in a bag at coughlin yet i kind of refuse to do that I, I did sadly you have yeah <sighs> disrespectful well anyways um we have another story i was gonna talk about um my experience getting my hair done because that's what i did (laughs) that's what i did this past week um nice cut g yeah that's the main little experience i had in germany this week getting my hair done um this is unlike in california because it takes at least um two times as long wait a second it takes at least two times as long and the people there do not speak back to you so there's a lot less small talk it's nice not having small talk especially if you hate it yeah i mean not enjoying small talk is one thing but it just it feels so different like it feels really odd uh the music paused at one point because there was a few other people getting their hair done and the music just stopped and all we could hear was this uh lady's dog who was in the store snoring and it was so awkward like we all just kind of started giggling because it was just kind of uncomfortable with how silent it was and where did you go uh to the hair cutter like where was it thing. i know oh, <laughs> did, yeah sorry I'm he asked the bit same tired, question so. um i i don't remember the name of it but um she's in the, in, the, in the city center yeah or? it's in the city yeah. center yeah it was really pretty and on my way there i noticed um just a few kids like here and there were just kind of sitting alone just walking around like near the train station and i thought that was super odd because if you were in california and you saw just like a six-year-old little boy with a backpack you'd be like what like why are you alone are you lost but it just kind of seems to be another cultural norm here and maybe that's why germans seem so much older than me or like germans that are younger than me seem so much True. more mature and older to be honest like the feeling i have here in stuttgart is i've seen some weird people just mm-hmm. i just came from the city center and describe weird yeah it's describe not weird. it's not the people are <laughs> it's not that the people are weird but i saw some I would say some weird things like um, I just came from the city center and there was like a gathering and it was basically a group of 20 people screaming and shouting and they all had like these what do you call it when they hold like these um, these signs but yeah I don't really speak German so I couldn't really read what there were uh, what was um, on the signs but like I've seen that and also like a protest which was against the the COVID rules, so yeah, it happens mm. in Belgium too. But yeah, in general, I've seen some pretty weird people. Just yeah, weird people. I don't know if you guys have seen weird people here in Stuttgart. <laughs> like the people, some people just act weird. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I've I've experienced that. I saw some every time there's a live performance of music. There's this one guy in some kind of a robe or some kind of regalia. <laughs> 
like dancing interpretively to the songs and he gets more tips than the people actually playing the music which i think is super funny but that's the only weirdo or weird fella he I've found encountered. a way to just get money yeah i mean and he's talented he's very yeah. expressionistic that's how you do it break the system yeah break do the it system. in your own way but if you want to see weird people and interesting people let's not use the word weird because it's yeah it's that's weird true to use weird weird is weird yeah if you want to e- <laughs> see interesting uh people just go at Schlo- to schlossplatz at like yeah. after yeah. 2 a.m yeah no matter which night especially in the weekend it's so fun to be there oh that seems interesting you'll probably see a fight going on at least one it, like in the weekends there's also always people fighting there but yeah in general yeah w- well like in belgium in the big cities you see some weird i shouldn't say weird <laughs> i should say eccent- eccentric yeah. is that a word i could eccentric. use yeah. eccentric yeah. people I mean, but sure. yeah the thing is yeah I think it's just because I'm here in Germany and I, I didn't really expect it like to be this way, but it's fine, I guess. And like the guy you talked about who was dancing yeah. like um, to some live music, it's chill actually. I like that kind of vibe when people dance yeah, to music, but for sure. I understand that <laughs> at first it's it really looks eccentric. Yeah. You talked about fighting. Does fighting involve drunk people? Drunk people, yeah, and the police. Obviously. You cannot have a fight without the police. But see, if they don't fight, they often uh, offer you beer. You don't, I mean, you mm-hmm. don't know if it's actually beer, but they offer it to you. So you cannot say that they're not kind. Okay, fair enough. But has that happened to you here in Stuttgart? or Twice in 20 minutes. Really? Yes. Wow. Stop. Where was it? At <laughs> Schlossplatz. Schlossplatz. Yeah, I've only seen like one fight. It wasn't really like a big fight, but it was basically three guys just... Yeah, throwing fists at each other, but you could see that they were a little bit drunk, so it wasn't. It was very slow. It was more like in slow motion, <laughs> and but yeah, at least the police didn't get involved because it was after midnight. So, but yeah, <laughs> if you go to Schlossplatz, you're probably going to see a fight. So, it always involves drunk people for some reason. Definitely. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and move it over to the Talking Heads and Arcade Fire. All right, and we are back. We are going to talk to Sander now about his trip to Tübingen. My very interesting tip to Tübingen. So on Saturday last week, I went to Tübingen with a group of friends. And actually, it was my first trip because I haven't done any trips here in Stuttgart. Yeah, it's only been two weeks, so that's normal. But yeah, we went to Tübingen and um, before we went on the trip, we looked at some uh, pictures of the of the city and yeah, it, it seemed like a really cozy city. So we decided to, to go and we departed early in the morning, not that early, but like maybe eight o'clock or something. And um, we went by train and I have to say like the public transport in Germany is pretty efficient yeah. because if you the first problem we had was that um, the tickets for the train were very expensive if we bought it separately i think everyone um, would have paid maybe like 20 euros for a one-way trip so it's really expensive yeah it's it's really wow one-way trip so 20 euros so we decided because we were a group of 15 uh we could order like group tickets in groups of five and then um the costs were split and everyone um 
would have paid or uh, paid like maybe three or three euros and fifty cents or something. So it was very cheap. Um, so we went uh, by train, and yeah, it was it was a nice city. So um, first we went to um, what is it called a bakery shop, like a bakeries. Mm -hmm. We ate some things there. We we drank something. Um, and then we actually started the trip. So um, at first there was this bridge and there was this really beautiful river and there were boats like sailing and yeah, it was a very yeah. nice view there. Yeah. yeah. And then we went to the, um, to the old city because actually we only went to the, to the old part of Tübingen. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was very beautiful because um, a lot of villages here have this I would say like this medieval touch to it. It isn't really medieval, but like the traditional German houses with their red roofs and so on. So it was yeah. very beautiful. Uh, we visited the old markets. Uh, we made some very nice uh, pictures there. Um, and after that, we went to the castle. Um, it, I think it was a castle, but now it's um, part of um, the University of Tübingen, I thought. Uh, we took some nice pictures there because the castle was on a hill, so we had a nice scenic viewpoint. Yeah, I Did remember go going the there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was very nice. That walk up yeah, there, yeah, that yeah. was a bit. Yeah, much. it was a bit. Uh, <laughs> it was a bit tough, but yeah. we could do that. Uh, so we visited the castle, um, and after that, um, yeah, we were deciding like, should we go to the? How is it called? Like the Chinese? Was it the Chinese garden or was it um, how do you say a garden with a lot of plants? What's what's the word of, for it? A botanical garden. Yeah, botanical yeah. garden. Um, so should we go to the botanical garden or should we get something to eat, which is also very important? <laughs> and we decided to um, get something to eat, um, and we went to this very. It was a very little restaurant, and yeah, because we were a group of fifteen people it's always a problem to get space like it was already a pretty small restaurant and i could see like the fear in the bar woman's eyes like we were a group of 15 people and she was like is this going to work and we were like we don't know but yeah we um we found some uh, space to um to eat um and yeah it was delicious food and after that we walked for maybe an hour or so, an hour and a half, um, um, in the city center, we visited uh, a vintage shop. We went to the church, um, and yeah, that was basically the trip to Tübingen. And yeah, it was a very nice city. It was a very cozy city. Very, in French we say, or in in Dutch we say, pittoresque, which is like yeah, because it's very beautiful. Um, it was a, a nice trip and we went back at five o'clock in the afternoon. So yeah, it was an, uh, an awesome day on Saturday. Yeah. Just a little day trip, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was just a day trip because That's it was nice. a little city. So you couldn't really like do it the whole week. So uh, a totally. uh, whole weekend, sorry. So um, yeah, it was, it was a nice trip. I think I'm gonna do like a lot of trips uh, when I'm staying here because yeah, the cities are very beautiful. And yeah. I don't know if you guys went on trips yet. Not yet, but Not I plan yet. to. I went on a trip. My Saturday trip, though, wasn't on Tübing in Tübingen. It was in Esslingen, which is a bit closer. Because uh, first I couldn't wake up at 7 uh, to go to Tübingen. And also I didn't want to pay additional money to go out of the Stuttgart uh, uh, 
uh, transport zone yeah that's that's not for me i'm too poor but <laughs> no but i think we all are <laughs> yeah a little a little uh Esslingen trip it was very nice um I, I don't think I'm gonna go and explain as much as you did, but also I think that's because the city wasn't isn't as big as Tübingen, and uh, the most interesting thing was uh, certainly the the fortress that they have. Mm. They have a, a fortress which um, it's <laughs> I was gonna say it's like the wall of China. I haven't been to China, so I don't know if it's the same. But there are these uh, narrow stairs. Uh, which you have to climb, it's like 300, 400 stairs, something like that, until you go to the top, where you can just look at the whole city. Hopefully the sun came out around the time we actually climbed the whole thing. So it was really nice to just see the city, uh, and I love hills, so every time going somewhere on top of a city is always a great uh, chance to see something beautiful. Uh, yeah, other than that, you can walk a bit uh, when you go into the fortress thingy. Like it's a, it's a garden it's slash park where you can just walk around and chill. There were these people uh, who I think uh, were married or were just gonna get married because the woman had a nice red dress. Mm. It was weird. Why was it red? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we we guessed that uh, that they were gonna get married or something, uh, and that was really nice. We had gyros because you uh, you mentioned food. We had gyros. Yeah, I I traveled to the gyros. other part of uh, of the, of Europe to just eat Balkan food every day <laughs> and every time I go out. But it is what it is. And something that you mentioned also the medieval feeling. This is uh, also uh, very it's obvious. Quite it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. It has the this 15th slash 16th century uh, Germanic. Uh, style and it's really nice that people kept into that and it didn't just destroy it um there was this church which was really nice from that period or even earlier and when you get when you get out the church is surrounded by old houses and there were these two street musicians one of them had a flute the other one i had no idea what the instrument is called in english but they had these uh, like basic like uh imagine just uh medieval music it's this kind of thing and they mm. they played medieval stuff and it had it it gave you such a nice feeling that you're just it, it, it just moved me personally i enjoyed it so much it made me so happy while i was listening to them it just moved me to like another time like with the church and like going into it and gen then hearing them it was such a nice experience even for just two minutes it was so nice uh, and uh, yeah, it's really nice to know that there's such uh, nice places around Stuttgart because the city is great. Stuttgart mm -hmm. is great, but all everything that is around it, it's also so good. And there's a chance that you will never get bored here. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we also are planning um, to do a trip to I think it's a city called Heidelberg. Oh or yeah. Something. Yeah. And I I've only seen like one picture of it because there's. A very large building there. I think mm -hmm. it's the university, or it's yeah, a very nice city. There's definitely so, a castle there. Yeah, as there's well. something yeah. of a castle, like a very large building in the city. <laughs> and I think it's quite common here that like you have these um, small cities which all have this like we have talked about this medieval touch to it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's it mostly has to do with with the houses, with the uh, the architecture, because they really have kept their traditional architecture here i think and um yeah it's 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 it, it suits the city it's really it's really beautiful so yeah i think we the next trip we will be doing is heidelberg 
and then maybe in the future in the near future we will visit like bigger cities um, there is also people who have already been to Strasbourg um, and there is also people um, thinking uh, thinking about planning a trip to Munich or to Berlin mm -hmm. um, so yeah there's lots of um, opportunities lots of um, cities to visit here in, in 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 the region or even further in germany so um yeah i don't know if if you guys have plans for the near future to to visit something well i think the four of us have plans this weekend to visit esslingen um for some of us, it's going to be the first time for that Project X-style house party. True, the house party. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be a day trip for sure. It. That's going to be a night trip. It for, for next week, but it, yeah, we can I just mean, talk about it. Sorry, I spoiled it. As it says it, in the description of the club, you know, <laughs> the party that everyone needs to know about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the tickets are done, so... Tickets are sold out, already, so it's so, okay. Yeah. But we really will matter, be discussing our experience <laughs> at the Project X party next week. Yeah. But for now, we're going to move over to Courtney Barnett and David Bowie. We're going to go ahead and listen to a few different songs. And we're back. And during the break uh, here with you guys, we talked about public transportation. Because uh, for the break, Sander talked about how expensive some of the kinds of transport are here. Here yeah. are, yeah, language. Uh, and I was thinking, uh, it's not, it's part of the Stuttgart system, and I guess it's in every city they have the same thing, but which thing do you prefer, guys, the U-Bahn or the S-Bahn? Because I personally <laughs> have heard, yeah, I'm sorry, I think you started, gonna, wanted to say something. No, but no. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I've seen, before I came here, I saw stuff like, yeah, the S-Bahn is this legendary thing, it's like so nice, <laughs> and it's so fast, and it's so good. It's good. But I personally prefer the U-Bahn, maybe because it's not as fast and it's kind of chill. And it's also, not according to the name, but it's on, mostly on top. It's over the, it's, how do you say it? Like on top yeah, of the ground? Yeah, it's a like surface yeah. train. It's, yeah. And you can see what's going on in the city. And yeah. I love this. And especially in Stuttgart with, with the hills and everything, like the way it goes upwards is something that just satisfies me to watch it every time i it's definitely so love getting the perspective of seeing the sights because i'm coming from a place where public transportation isn't super common um maybe in san francisco it is a bit more but um in socal most people don't really use public transportation so i do appreciate both sides like seeing the sights is really pretty but i also prefer i think sometimes going a bit faster and just getting to the general destination what but about actually you? what you're talking about now when i think of it it doesn't make sense because you're you say like the u-bahn you can enjoy the view but u-bahn means undergrounds or it means that it's actually underground yeah that's why i said it doesn't match the name fully because you have some parts in which it just yeah. goes where it is Germany, fix your names, please. No, 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 no keep it as it is. <laughs> yeah, the transportation is great. <laughs> At least in this, you cannot say you're wrong because it's all really good. Yeah, I love the U-Bahn. I, I just love seeing the sights. Like, personally, when I ride the train in my hometown to Lisbon, I can always see the ocean. It's just a beautiful view, so I love seeing the sights. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's all very smoothly, like I talked in the break with you guys about it, it's mm -hmm. so smoothly connected. Like, when you arrive, at the station with U-Bahn, there is S-Bahn waiting for you. So, yeah, yeah. you wanted to, I, I stole your words. 
Uh, yeah, you you kind of read my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, so it's 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 so well connected, and I think it it works pretty well because I'm coming from a country where the public transport system isn't really developed yet. So mm-hmm. yeah, Belgium, it's a very rich country, but the public transport system doesn't really show it. Because in Belgium we have some pretty weird things. I, I, I'm just gonna tell you a story. So, the first thing we have is ghost trains. It's a very weird concept. It's basically when you're waiting at the station, and you know, at the station there's always this announcer like yeah. saying like, "Oh, this train is arriving in five minutes." Yeah. So when you're actually waiting for a train, and then it's the announcer saying like, "Oh, the train to, in my case, Antwerp." is about to be here in five minutes and then five minutes pass and the train should be there and it's an announcer voice again saying like oh the train is here but there's no train there so (laughs) it's like a ghost train so we have that i love that and the other thing that happens in belgium is that trains just randomly skip a station so in my case i live next to the border of the netherlands and my station is actually the last station from Belgium, of Belgium. So the next station is already like maybe uh, 30 kilometers in the Netherlands. So um, when the train skips the station, you're, I can't say the word, but yeah, you have problems. <laughs> so you're screwed, yeah. I've had it happen that, yeah, there was a, a defect train on, on my train track, so my train couldn't stop there. And then, like, um, the guy of the train was basically like, oh, we can't stop, we're, ju- we're just going to skip this station. And you end up all the way in the Netherlands, and you have to pay for it, because you have to take a train back. So I'm really surprised, or I'm really glad I'm in a country where the public transport system is fixed. Yeah. So thank you, Germany. Yeah, wanting to go to a station and then just just ending up in the Netherlands sounds very stressful. <laughs> I probably would have panicked. It is. And the thing is, you could easily take a train back, but it takes time and you have to wait for the train, uh, which goes the other way. So yeah. it's basically just a time issue. It takes time and... Money. Yeah, and money. So, yeah. It's, it's not nice. No, it's yeah. not nice at all. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice story, though. You have a story to tell your kids when you're older. Yeah, I'm just Definitely. giving like the German audience an insight of the Belgium broken public transport system. <laughs> How I genuinely went to another country, just like that. That's your story. That's my story. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way you looked at me now. I could only dream of taking public transportation to a different country. No, I think even here, once once the winter comes and the snow just just plops on the yeah. ground. Uh, I think the buses and their schedule will be kind of messed up, but, but at least with the trams and like the U-Bans and the S-Bans and everything, trammy, <laughs> what? Uh, it's it's easier uh, and it's faster because it just goes on, on the rails and not on the actual road. So it's kind of automatically clean enough to so uh, it goes. Mm. And also there is no traffic for it. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's no traffic for it. It's always easy. I, I don't know because when when it's winter and it starts to snow, or just even in autumn, like when leaves fall on the train tracks, you could have a problem because, yeah, in Belgium it happens all the time. So when there's snow on the tracks, like, I don't know what it is, but like the system gets jammed and trains can't like drive and so on. So I, I, I think it's going to be uh, give like problems here too. 
but yeah so far the i have had a good experience with the transport system it's very efficient it's mm. cheap also and you could basically go anywhere because yeah just like you have you can have um type in on google maps or or like the the app of of the transport system where you wanted to go and it basically tells you like oh then you have to take the the u-bahn and then you have to step over on an s-bahn so it's very it's very efficient yeah there's always an s-bahn or a u-bahn station nearby it's all very well connected which is which is great agreed definitely I mean, I can't wait to see the issues with the snow because coming from a place where I don't have any snow, that should be interesting. I don't know I'm about prepared. you guys. It can just come. I am not prepared for snow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have never been in California snowfall. California girl, I'm so ready snow. for snow. <laughs> You've never been in snowfall. She's I have from California. never been in falling snow. I have been in snow though, like on the ground, but I've never been in it where it's like actually where it's actually falling. Yeah, so I'm very excited. That's gonna be interesting. That. I know. I'm excited but about the thing it is, like snowy christmas christmases can i say that like yeah, yeah. snowy christmas white christmas, christmas yeah white christmas that's yeah. the word that's the dream i don't know what's the case here in germany but in belgium it hasn't been a white christmas since 2012 i think wow. oh that's so, so sad. what that's so sad that's really sad yeah so I really hope that here in Germany, in Stuttgart, it's going to be a white Christmas. I really hope Same. it's going to be that. Yeah, it might so. be a bit more sluggy, like a little bit of a gray Christmas. Oh, I don't know how oh the snow no, is no, going like to be here in the city. When the snow is melting and it's like gray snow, yeah. do you mean? Yeah. No, we don't like that <laughs> we don't, at all. We no don't one likes stand. that. <laughs> I mean, the closest I've ever been to like seeing actual snowfall was in england but it was so it, it was so little it was it was pretty much hail like it wasn't even enough to settle so th that was kind of sad but like the mm. year before i moved to england it snowed a lot in coventry uh so yeah i guess that everywhere i go just the the snow just runs away from me so i'm hoping that's not the case in germany true yeah we'll yeah. see what it's gonna be here yeah. i think um there's a lot of i forgot the word in english Oh, the struggle of being bilingual. Yeah, true. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of surprises, I think, uh, yeah, in the coming months. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what will happen and what um, opportunities we'll have in the future. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get back to you on the experiences. Uh, yeah. We I cannot wait. We get lost, so it will be fun. <laughs> We're going to get a bit lost in uh, Germany. Way more than now. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or is it? Hopefully experiencing the white Christmas we're all dreaming of. Let's all cross our fingers for that. Yeah. All right. And now we're going to move over to some tunes. <laughs> 